0: or a reasonable facsimile thereof. I'm Dave Schrader, sitting in for Jason Derusha. This is News Talk 830-WCCO, and reading your amazing texts and messages to me on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. You know, you, you work your life trying to make a difference, and there's nothing better than you getting a text from TS saying, Dave, listening to you today has inspired me to get some chores done. Excellent. So, yeah, there's nothing better than inspiring people to do things they hate.
1: That's cool. Wait well, a minute. Am I? Should that... I don't know. You're you're motivating people. That's good anyway, huh? (laughs)
0: Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Laura, uh, what do you think about this? uh, I'd like to say the untimely passing, but the guy was 101 years old. Norman Lear.
1: Yeah, boy, what a prolific creator he was. You know, the sitcoms in the 70s. I'll never forget watching All in the Family with my dad. I think so many people have those memories of yeah. just, you know, what a huge impact that show made.
0: And then to have spinoffs upon spinoffs yeah. from that show.
1: What was it, Jefferson's and... Maud. Maud, right. yep. And yep. Then,
0: uh, then you've also got uh, shows that came along What uh, he, he had uh, uh, One Day at a Time. That's right. I think yep. at one point he had seven <laughs> top ten shows on at the same That's time. That's amazing.
1: And didn't all of them address some kind of a, you know pretty big issue of what was going on at the yeah. time you yeah know? one
0: day at a time single mom raising two yep. kids and yep. trying to make her way in a kind of a substructure world where we're you know women were not treated as fairly and kindly out in the, exactly. in the business world uh, he's one of the only show hosts that ever got to host saturday night live oh really yeah as a co- as a creator he was a, wow. a host on saturday night live his face was as iconic remember him with that little white flipped-up hat, as any of the actors and actresses he had on his show. Wow. And they're talking about how prolific his career is and the things that he brought to it. And I wonder, what would TV look like today? What would the landscape of TV look like if Norman Lear never existed?
1: Without that, yeah. It wouldn't be the same, that's for sure. And you kind of wonder who will be the next... Person to make such an impact like that.
0: Maybe you wonder, I don't. It's yeah. obviously Taylor Swift.
1: Well, yeah. I just said a little while ago, it is Taylor Swift's world, and we are all just living in it, and that is the truth.
0: It sure seems Isn't it like crazy, it, or is it a slow news year that Taylor Swift is named Time Magazine's Person of the Year? Did we not get closer to curing cancer or I helping know. juvenile diabetes or create a longer-lasting light bulb? No, uh, no offense to the Swifties or Taylor Swift. Right. It just seems to me that. Looking this year, I, I, I wanted to see Time Magazine, their cover people, and most yeah. of them are entertainers. If you remember in the past, it was always political, m- right. medical, Something a little more substantive. Yeah, yeah and yeah. now it's, you know.
1: I think it goes to show just how pervasive she is and how, you know, like her or, or if she bugs you, it doesn't matter. No. She, is, she is everywhere, and I don't know that she's making any giant contributions to world peace or anything, but she's just so...
0: Well, of course you wouldn't. You're not a Swifty. Obviously, we know she's bringing about world peace. Well, it says so in this article. Oh,
1: really? I
2: haven't read the full article. I could be wrong. And (laughs) what? And all of that. Yes. And say, you know, you're running a magazine. Yes. And maybe magazines aren't selling as well as they used to. Uh
0: huh. And you see
2: Taylor show up on Monday Night Football and ratings go through the roof and you think, hmm, Hmm. who can I put on the cover of my magazine that might sell a few more magazines? Yeah. And, And I still think she deserves it. But I'm thinking there's a whole lot of that
1: going on. There could be some of that little up. marketing action. How do you like, I uh, mean, like the, the
2: cultural impact she had, legitimately, the yeah. cultural impact she had this year between the tour and the movie and the everything else. Uh, is anybody? What's the, who's the last person that's had that big of an impact in a single year? Right.
0: Prince, maybe, maybe, maybe at one point. I mean,
2: in Minnesota for sure. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it, but it's huge. Congratulations! It's you know, I don't want to I don't want to brag, but my cousin. Is one of the first people that helped Taylor Swift get started. Really? There. So I'd like to take that That's credit cool. for something I had nothing to do with, but uh, my cousin did. So, yeah. But now she's everywhere. She is yeah. uh, she's a powerhouse and she's kind of resetting the way music is being delivered, right? Yep. She's t- taken back the power, creates this movie, is not releasing it through major venues, has worked out direct deals. I mean the tickets are a little bit more pricey, but for twenty, twenty five dollars to go in and see this Taylor Swift musical extravaganza yep. and kinda it's much
1: cheaper than trying to take my daughters to a concert. Right. I think I need to see that Taylor Swift movie, and the other one that's getting rave reviews is Beyonce's movie. This whole trend of taking your concert into the movie theater, I think, yeah. is really cool.
0: Well, that's been that's been getting bigger and broader. I think. Yeah. Could yeah. you do them like Barbenheimer style and do them back to back? Sure. I'm sure it'll happen. Why not? Right. Well, now Kiss has has just performed their final <laughs> yep. concert in New York. <laughs> Saw that. Yeah. And as they're going out, they they mentioned they're going to be the first Avatar driven. <laughs> Digital band, so they're going to continue to do concerts and shows, I guess. But really? it is going to be digital versions of Kiss because oh, wow. Gene Simmons will not.
1: There's not enough money. Oh, really? Is he there's like that? Enough. Is he? I, I yeah. don't know much about. There him. are Kiss
0: caskets. <sighs> he has put Kiss's name on condoms, caskets, food. <sighs> Like, it's his
1: doing. It's his. Yeah, she's involved. Oh, my gosh. In
0: Pokemon Go, there is a a character that evolves into a kiss like character with a long, flicking tongue and the kabuki makeup. And yeah, I mean, well, you got to give him something. I mean, obviously, that's a powerhouse. The guy has. Uh, He and Paul Stanley have shaped this thing into a a monster. True,
1: true, yeah. I wonder if there's a Lego of Gene Simmons. There is. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes.
0: I used to have the action figures. I also had the comic book that was made with their real blood. Oh,
1: oh, ick. Are you kidding me? No,
0: it was a big PR deal they did, so they each gave a vial of blood, and then Stan Lee from Marvel Comics took the blood with Kiss, and they poured it in the red ink and mixed it in so that all comic books that were printed from this batch, you had a chance of getting Rare Kiss Blood.
1: Wow. Yeah, not
0: that that matters. That's that's my nerd showing through. Way too much Kiss Army knowledge, I just realized. And I'm making fun of
1: Swifties.
0: (laughs) I don't, actually. My kids love music. I've let them love music any way they want. Yeah. I love when they try to get uh, vicious and violent with their music, playing stuff they think is just going to irritate Dad. Oh, sure. And then when their song's over, I get to pick the next song, and I pick something worse. How old are your kids? well there's all over the 41 years old is my oldest yep. out of the 11 and it goes down to 11 years old. okay that's so a good span a wide swath of children yes. to influenced in music but i feel like i've done something right because my daughters they'll play through their playlist and it's everything from frank sinatra ricky nelson that's elvis cool. the beatles to yep. uh all of the new modern music and they they share traditional with me their songs things that they yeah, love
1: that's cool my kid is like that too he's 21 but mm-hmm. his musical tastes are all over the place and I think that's great yeah the more the better got to encourage it you know who I am really into right now is who? John Batiste he is amazing I'm not I don't know that I'm familiar with he's John an Batiste. R&B artist uh-huh. he was Stephen Colbert's mu- band director, oh, sure. music director okay. for a while right um he won zillions of grammys last year like i think he was nominated for 11 and won at least five or seven of them he's just fantastic and he has a new documentary out that i watched over the weekend that shows the process of him writing this symphony this like from scratch symphony all the parts all the instruments and everything at the same time that his wife is battling horrific leukemia Mm. and they let the cameras get Right up in all of the you know medical stuff and, and the heartbreak that they were going through, but him also going to the Grammys, winning these Grammys, composing this symphony. It was amazing. It's so great. It's on Netflix. It's called American Symphony.
0: I read the celebrities that are uh, that win the Grammy. yeah, there it's like a token on stage and then you give it back if you want it, you can buy what? A Grammy. I want a telly award this year yeah. for a documentary I did on, on Lizzie Borden. Um, so it was this, uh, you know, deal. And I won the golden telly award Nice. and they're like, Hey, and if you'd like it, we can get it for you for only $380. Oh, on. And I'm like, why I want it. Why do I have to pay for the That's telly Terrible. Award? So I just printed out the piece of paper and I hold that up. As, there you know, go. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations Thank on your you. telly award. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know what means anything <laughs> in the
0: real world, but, uh, you know, fascinating stuff. And now you've got uh, the the actors have voted to approve the deal that ended the strike, bringing relief to union Good. leaders for Hollywood. It's done. It, you know, it's funny listening to people who love movies and TV and were definitely impacted and affected by this uh, griping about rich people just wanting to get richer – a lot of these people, um, especially writers, and yeah. I know that's why the Writers Guild went on strike, a lot of these guys are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. They're writing some of the biggest TV shows and serials, yes. and they make just enough money to get by.
1: Right. And then if they're facing some kind of a threat from AI and other things yeah. that are that could take away more money from them, I mean, that's, that's serious stuff.
0: Well, and if you make the contract, which I think there's a few celebrities who have signed the contract that after their death... This AI company has the rights to their image in perpetuity, mm. but you know, as long as the family's making cash off it, it's not just like Sony Pictures now owns Telly Award-winning Dave Schrader's image because uh, right. it's going to be all the rage. You wait, I'm going to 2087. <laughs> yeah. People are going to be going to see Dave Schrader in Die Hard 92.
1: I will be watching for that. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent
0: good stuff uh all right any other interesting news out there that you want to do uh
1: mention I don't think so it's been kind of a busy news day so yeah. you know we'll see what tomorrow brings
2: RIP to the cougar yes
1: yeah. that was so sad I I really I just hate that story I hate I hate the thought of it it's it's I was saying terrible. though
2: you know it,
0: I don't I'm not trying to stir the pita pot but uh it's like it's it's tragic and sad that it wandered into the wrong area right. but being a wild animal uh that People in national parks have seen quickly and stealthily run off with small children and small women. And uh, we have pets in our yard and kids going out to stand at their bus stops this morning. Is it really, I mean, it's a a sad, tragic end, but is it really such a horrible thing that this uh, cat isn't, we don't, people don't have to worry about.
1: Well, it would have been nice if they could have captured him and put him where he belongs.
0: Sure. Well, it would have been nice if he'd have gotten a job and just worked at Starbucks instead of wandering the streets. And I'm just teasing. Let's uh, we'll take a break. We'll return with more Drive Time with the Russia right here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Hey, welcome back to Drive Time with the Russia. Sitting in for Jason, I'm Dave Schrader. I will be here with you until the six o'clock hour when Henry Lake and the Lake Show takes over from six to nine. Who is this singing? I can't. Her name is escaping. Brenda Lee? Brenda Lee. She just was awarded something for this song, right? what happened was- 60 years after the fact?
2: uh, So Mariah Carey's been like the number one Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You, Forever and Ever and Ever and Ever. Right. I mean, since she recorded the song. Uh, And Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree finally apparently charted higher than the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey. Some, like you said, 60 years after it was recorded. Wow. (laughs) So it hit number one for the first time, so. For the first time. For the first time, yeah. It's so crazy. It's a legendary song, right? I mean, it's – Right. And so is Mariah's. I mean, Mariah's mm-hmm. – I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big classic Christmas music guy. Sure, yeah. That's why you're hearing a lot of the older stuff right. when we're running Christmas music here. Don't say older uh, when you look at me. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not far behind you. Though, <laughs> i tell you. Uh, so, I, you know, so I love that. So, but – so I love, you know, rocking Around the Christmas Tree is a classic. Mariah's is the closest thing to that kind of sounding – Christmas mm-hmm. music that we've had in the last probably two twenty thirty years. Either. Yeah. Mm. So uh, to me, it ranks hers ranks Come on, right up on "Last Christmas" by Wham. No, that's no, right up no, there. No, 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 no. And if you say anything about Paul McCartney, I'm just walking out of this. Oh no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> I, listen, I love John Lennon's Christmas song. Yes. War is over, right? Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> my daughter and I, she's a huge McCartney fan. Uh, she's an apologist. She's like, no, Dad, uh, Happy Christmas time is great. I'm like, no, it's, it's horrible. Terrible.
2: It's terrible. And look, he is a genius. Well. He, yeah, he is a genius. Yes, musically speaking. But not that, that all song, due no. respect. Yeah, nobody bats a thousand. No, everybody has a whiff. Yeah, that was a particularly big whiff. And for some reason, yeah. people, the, the great the Christmas radio stations keep playing it. I have no
0: idea why. It's because it's Paul McCartney.
2: Well, I suppose, but I mean, I've no. never heard. I've never met anyone that says, "Oh no, I love that song." Your daughter, uh, beside, but uh, yeah. you know, I don't know anybody. Everybody hates that song.
0: There is Slade does a Christmas song. Sl- do you, do you know who Slade is? I don't, I'm not familiar. They had a great song. They were the pioneers of heavy metal over okay. in Britain as a matter of fact. Uh come on feel the noise, bang your head and a few of the songs that Quiet Riot released sure. were original songs released by Slade. Okay. As a matter of fact, they're almost identical clones. Like like he was Kevin was singing in the style and voice of Slade hmm. when he re-released it. Uh when they re-released the songs, um I don't know where I'm going with that. I just thought it was fascinating that. But he's got a great Christmas song. Slade's got a great Christmas okay. song out there. There's a lot of British songs that we don't get over here. That there, those have got some classic vibe to them. But I love the the you know early rockabilly type Christmassy sure. tunes that are coming out.
2: So, yeah, it's not that they're bad, but right. to me it's just it. That, like I grew up, my grandmother was an enormous Perry Como fan. Sure. So I remember every time you over at grandma's, there was a Perry Como mm-hmm. record on on the record player and when you get to christmas time you know all of it so it's those crooners sure that's what i grew bing up with bing crosby I, yeah. elvis
0: presley all of, all, yeah.
2: of it. all of it love it love it absolutely so yeah. adore it to this day and then you know there's every band that comes along does remakes of these old christmas classics right. and some of them are better and some of them are not so good agreed but they're not the classics no. they're just not but to me and this is mm-hmm. just my personal opinion Mariah rakes right up there with
0: those where classics. do you where do you come in with like schmaltzy tunes like that uh, the the I can't remember the name of it now. The one where it's singing about the the little girl who goes in and wants a pair of shoes for her dying. All oh, the butterfly
2: kisses is that the one? No, that's is that a different thing. It's,
0: yeah, it's something else. I something, think. but it's like okay, yeah, I but get it, you where it's like hey. they're just pandering. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, get I, I, it. Go for it. Pull there's, the strings. There's an audience do, from do a world your thing. that loves Hallmark Christmas movies just with it. one, yeah.
2: the same plot, plot, yeah, always yeah. over and over again. I guess so. Hey, we do, but have, don't knock, don't knock Hallmark. I mean. No. Hallmark has made an insane I'm amount not of money. I'm knocking Hallmark
0: because I'm expecting to get a roll someday. <laughs> Probably just a jelly roll as they're telling me, hey, Dave, watch this new movie. There you go. Yeah, the city's one plumbing and talk and text line 6514619226. Who is this Dave? I'm enjoying the show. No politics? How about that Biden boy?
2: How, oh, and Trump. Oh, don't Trump get me lately? started. Oh, people. Am I right? We can all have a mix, man. Yeah. We can talk about all kinds of
0: different I talk things. Poli- I will talk politics on occasion, but I kind of feel like once in a while, let's uh, yeah. let's go off, off the beaten path. There you go. Yeah. Because, you know, let's beat another path. That path looks like it needs a good beating. So I head over in that direction. That's and then, and
2: you chat with Scott Walter, by the way, if you didn't catch the chat with Scott Walter. Yeah. Uh, podcast is available. Really? Odyssey, Odyssey app. I can listen to it on the Odyssey app? com wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Search Drive Time with To Russia, all the stuff from the show earlier today. If you missed any of it, go check it out.
0: I heard those first two hours were amazing.
2: They're incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they should check it out. I'm gonna on the ride home. I love that guy that's filling in this week.
2: Christmas shoes, says Chris Dubs. Christmas shoes. Is, the name of the
0: is that is it? Yeah, I get it. I trust Chris. So he, uh, he, says, he, he did say he was enjoying the show, so maybe he's really enjoying the show because there is no politics. Well, but I wanted to make sure that the political listeners also got a little fix with my rant. About Biden and Trump in that eight seconds that I de- devoted to. <laughs> there them. you go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, and don't get me started on snow. I'll leave that to Russia. There you go. Yeah,
2: I don't mind snow. That was a great. It was a great couple of segments. That was. A yeah, fun. was.
0: It was a lot of fun watching and listening as uh, he dealt with the frustration and anger. And I love the first answer. Is kind of the answer my dad always gave me.
2: If you don't like it, move. Yeah, right. Get out. <laughs> you got that one. You get it. Um, my okay. favorite answer was the guy that called up and said, "Who hurt you? <laughs> Show so. me on the doll." Yeah, my dad was big on
0: the old, if you don't like it, move out. And I'm like, Dad, I'm only 32. Slow your roll. Yeah, but you got eight kids at this age. Get out. That's why, that's why he can't afford to. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll uh, And if you want to call in, you want to share some thoughts on today's show, holiday traditions, Christmas music, maybe these unknown places in Minnesota that we've missed out on, you can hit me up at the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. This is Drive Time with the Russia. I'm Dave Schrader filling in on News Talk 830-WCCO. We're back. This is Drive Time with the Russia. Jason is off. I am Dave Schrader filling in on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. I'll also be back with you Friday. I hope you'll tune in and check it out as well. The holidays are here. You're in the musical mode, man. You're digging on all the the Christmas tunes. I like that. Damn. Love it. Yeah. Love it. You you uh, you told me you
2: had a nice little uh, family tradition. Oh yeah. You talked about Christmas traditions. Yeah. So here's the uh, and it was a short lived tradition, but it was one that. <laughs> Lives on in legend. Okay. Uh, so there was a year where my brother and I were fairly young, probably mm-hmm. like eight and six, something around that age. And it was my grand, my father's mother's side of the family. Like her extended family always got together at a place called Dean's out in Maple Grove. Some folks mm-hmm. will be familiar with it. For a Christmas party every year, somewhere mid-December. And she, my grandmother, would always buy a couple of small gifts for my brother and I, and and then somebody, one of the uncles, dressed up as Santa and gave out the gifts to all the kids, whatever. Right, so because we got, Santa's too busy to hang out at parties and right, do that. So right. I get you it. Know, he's yeah, got he's point. got stuff. He's got a few minutes. You know, he yeah. can pop on by. Yeah. So uh, so we got to get, and I forget what he, it was like, books or something. She had got us one year, mm-hmm. and my brother and I, because we were both meatheads at the mm-hmm. time, basically went, oh, you know, we're not really all that interested in these. Maybe we'll return them and get something else, and we. It essentially told this to my grandmother, who had bought this stuff,
1: Oof.
2: and my mother was horribly embarrassed by this, as you know any parent would be. So that drive home, we got one of the all-time lectures, parental lectures that you know you could ever have, and we were instructed that we would be from this moment onward, we were going to be ever so grateful for the gift of giving. Mm. She said, "I don't care if somebody gives you a piece of dog droppings." Mm-hmm. She used a different word in a box. You're going to pretend like it's the greatest gift you've ever seen in what your life. What if love. they were
0: in a paper bag?
2: Either way. Oh. It, did it have a bow on it? It's a gift. Okay. You're going to treat it like it's the greatest thing. This is what we were told.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it turned out like it wasn't, I don't think it was that Christmas, but the next Christmas, her side of the family we would be with on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. there was a box to my mother from Santa. And in this box, right. one of my aunts had, you know, crafted up what looked like a log. Right. <clears throat> No, a no, dog no. log? Yeah, a dog log. Yeah. In a box. Sure. From Santa. Sure. And, of course, everybody who had heard this story five times by right. then busted out laughing. So the following Christmas, funniest thing, that gift from Santa shows up addressed to the aunt that had made it in the first place. Oh. And it got passed around like four or five times for four mm-hmm. or five years in a row. And we all, of course, you know, are laughing our tails off about being ever so grateful for the gift of giving, even though it's a dog log in a box. <laughs> Uh, And then finally, like, the third time it had come back to my mother, she finally just tucked it away or threw it away or whatever it was. What? So she had had your mother was the Grinch?
0: I don't know if I'd say she was the Grinch. She was the Grinch. She She threw out a dog lock. She She broke the passion of of the holidays. She broke the joy. And
2: and this is probably, you know, like I said, this was when it probably ended in my early teens. Mm -hmm. So this story is now good 30-plus years old, and it gets told every year around Christmas time because— you should be ever so grateful for the gift of giving. Sure. The fact that somebody bothered to get you something is a wonderful thing, and whether you like the thing or not, you don't, you know, tell that person. I that was just, like just
0: out at a conference, and I uh, was sitting at my table uh, doing a meet-and-greet, and this really cute little girl came up to my table with a little bag and something she had made for me. Mm. And she hands it to me, and I open up the bag, and there's a bracelet. And uh, there's a little note, and it said... um, I want you to know, Dave, I'm a big fan, and I love all the work that you do. So I made you this bracelet, and it might be too small, but just remember it's the thought that counts, and I tried my best, Jana, <laughs> And perfect. right in front of her, I slid it on, and I go, that is the perfect fit, Jaina." But thank you for reminding me of an important lesson, yes. that it's really the thought that goes into this and the fact that you made this. And if it didn't fit, I would have hung it on my rearview mirror in my car so that I could see it and remember that lesson every day, and she gave me this big smile. Aww. Very sweet young yeah. girl.
2: Yeah. And it's the truth, right? Yeah, it's the truth. Sure. It doesn't really matter what the thing is. It matters that somebody thought enough of you to say, "Hey, I'm going to get this for that person." My
0: kids don't believe anything you and I are saying, but yes, well, you know, you know I'm with I you. mean, you know, they'll learn it when they become parents. Again, Some of them are; they're you know, learning the these lessons
2: have to be picked up over the course of life, and that's huh. why these stories perpetuate throughout families.
0: Did you ever play Hide the Pickle for Christmas? Excuse me, you, yeah, the Hide the Pickle, big. That was big in my family. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. 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 I you the pickle that. ornament that you would hide in the Christmas tree. No. And then whoever found the pickle in the Christmas tree would get what was inside the pickle because you could unscrew it and like put in a you know gift certificate to McDonald's uh, or maybe a five dollar bill. Sure. All those things. Yeah. You never did that. No. No. No.
2: no. Am i the only one that played. Hide I the mean, pickle? I'm sure maybe somebody else did, but I, I had not heard of that particular tradition. I
0: don't know so. where it, I heard it was like a Swedish or Dutch tradition to hide the pickle. And uh, I don't know how it even came into my family because we're German and Irish and Scottish, but maybe we were just drunk enough that we were willing to take the pickle tradition and pass it on to our family. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we, you look uncomfortable. They're my people. I'm allowed to talk <laughs> you about it. You absolutely that. are. Yeah. You absolutely are. They
2: are my people. Uh, yes. So there's a uh... – <laughs> Uh, Sure, hide the pickle. Ever been talked about on WCCO radio before? It's a thing, though. Look it up. They sell the pickle. I believe you. I think it's a game. It's like it's the
0: precursor to Elf
2: on a Shelf. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So, do you? Does your family did they Elf on the Shelf?
2: Uh, I mean, we never did when I when we were kids. My brother uh, has four kids. Three of them are still fairly young, and somewhere in there, he was doing Elf on the Shelf Mm -hmm. uh, with one of the kids. I forget. But um, so it's been done, but not everyone has around. Our tradition, our <laughs> yes. tradition was, uh, when when scratch offs became a thing, mm-hmm. suddenly every year in the stockings there were scratch off tickets. Oh, for you know, my brother and I like. Have you ever seen those videos, years old? the
0: videos? The viral videos of the people that use the fake scratch offs that everybody's oh, no. a million dollar winner. Oh no, no, and yeah. like the the guy flips out and he's sobbing and his life is going to be so much. Ready. Oh no, I love you all so much and oh, no. oh, can you imagine? A, being the jerk that put it in the, the deal, then they have to deal with that. See, the problem I have with the Elf on the Shelf or all the rules that go with Elf on the Shelf, mm. I, we have two of them, and they're delightful. Sure. Um, I had a third. Apparently, I'm an Elf on the Shelf murderer. Uh-oh. Uh, it wasn't my fault. First of all, he shouldn't have been hanging off my ceiling fan. Well— because, you know, they're they're angsty. They're it's, crazy. It's the dangerous place to be. They're silly, right? And I didn't know. I walk into my room. I turn on the ceiling fan. Yeah. He goes flying at me. And the rule is, if you touch enough on the shelf, their little, you know, spirited candy cane soul goes back to the North Pole. oh And then they're just a defunct toy. And uh, and my son walked in and said, flew across the room and hit me and then hit the ground. So now. And I was a murderer. Yeah. I didn't. And it was hung on me. What was I going to do? And I'm like, No. I don't believe it because this was an accident. Yeah. So we're going to come back here tomorrow morning, and that elf will have definitely moved. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I mean, right now he's not going to because he's all Toy Story. Well, you can't. He's not going to move while you're looking. Right. At him. So the next morning comes and goes. He was still laying there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody on the North Pole forgot to move him someplace else. So we had a little uh, elf on the shelf uh, memorial service. Yes. Yeah. I still believe he's going to come back someday. Well, I mean, maybe
2: you could have written a letter to the North Pole. I was really busy. Explaining the circumstances. Ugh, so or had, no, but you have the kid do the letter. Yeah. Explain the circumstances. Because you know that I'm going to have to help. Maybe and then Santa does a thing.
0: Santa does a thing. I don't know. Maybe we could make it happen this year. I'll just, I mean, uh, you know, yeah,
2: we'll all. It's never know. too late. Yeah. yeah. Never too late for the magic. Assembly. No.
0: there. You're right. There is magic all year this Absolutely. time of year. Why not give it a shot? I will see if we can resuscitate. Our elf on the shelf who just lays in a box in a closet now, (laughs) hoping that life returns to him some way, some shape, somehow. Um, And you're right. I've fallen short of this, just assuming Mm. that without an apology and maybe a message to the good uh, Santa Claus himself to restore that uh, that spark of mischievous life back to that little fella. And then we'll be back to three elf on the shelves that my cats can terrorize. I wonder what the rules are regarding cats. I have a new one that's... He's out of control.
2: I mean, cats uh, and I have a <clears throat> understanding. Do you? I stay away from them. They stay away from me. We're uh-huh. good. We're good. Should have
0: had that same understanding with that mountain lion. I mean, it's, you know, well. Guy. Bad timing. Bad timing. Well, All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, again, if you'd like to chime in on this amazing rhetoric going on back, this is – This is the stuff where I feel like I'm going to be getting a radio award on top of my telly. Uh, You could check in at the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line 651-461-9226. We'll do that and more when we return to Drive Time with the Russia right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Welcome back. This is Drive Time with Russia. Jason is out. He'll be back with you tomorrow, and then I'll be here with you Friday from 3 to 6. Make sure to stay tuned, because right after this show, Henry Lake and the Lake Show, 6 to 9 p.m. And remember, subscribe to our podcasts on the Audacity app, Apple iTunes, or your favorite podcast provider. And you can tune in and hear Hour 1, where we talked about interesting and uh, fascinating holiday traditions, many of which that have been lost to time, mm-hmm. and in our two mysterious and magical places you can visit here in Minnesota that uh, you may not even be aware exist here with us. We've been having a little fun with the news and talking about the holiday fun and, and so on here in the last segments of today's program. Uh, oh, this is very nice. I don't know anything about elves on shelves, but I know the rule, if you touch the cat, it may or may not care. That comes from That's true. one of our listeners on the... <laughs> City City's One Plumbing, talking text line. If you'd like to call in and share in the last few moments, 651-461-9226.
2: And it's been a fun show. It's been a lot of fun talking about all these different topics. There is some serious news that we should touch on, too. Please, go ahead.
0: Let's update uh, well, on that UNLV shooting. Yeah,
2: so there was a shooting at UNLV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Campus earlier this afternoon, the latest reports from Las Vegas Metropolitan Police say that there are three... Uh, dead victims now in that shooting on UNLV, and that there's a fourth victim in critical condition. Uh, the suspect in the shooting is also deceased. Um, again, police have not released any information about a motive yet, uh, but we have three dead victims in that shooting on UNLV's campus earlier this afternoon, and a fourth victim in critical condition. So just wanted to touch on that as well. CBS will have more on that coming up in about six minutes.
0: Send out some prayers, some energy, Absolutely. positivity, whatever you can to that fourth victim and to the victim's families uh, from that. Horrible, horrible tragedy! Ah, oh, good grief! Hey, uh, I'm not a, I'm an avid outdoorsman. Are you a big outdoorsy guy?
2: I am about as citified as, as it gets. You I, and me, you know, both. I like my concrete, and my neon. So yeah. people look at
0: us; they'd probably think you and I would go out deer hunting, well, fishing, possibly. I actually wrestling crocodiles. There's
2: another individual on this radio station that uh, referred to me as "quote noted indoorsman." Yes. Dan Cook. So
0: I also have a shirt that says I'm very indoorsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Avid so. indoorsman. Yeah. Uh, there is a mm-hmm. news story out of Australia, mm. uh, as if Australia is not trying to kill you enough with its I myriad mean, of venomous. It's
2: like every other week,
0: grasshoppers, snakes, spiders. There's like 22 million venomous type of spiders yeah. in Australia alone. A teenager's innocent mistake nearly cost him his oh. life at a popular Aussie swimming spot prompting a dire warning from officials to practice caution at the beach this summer. Did you ever go to the beach when you were a kid? Sure. Collecting seashells? Yeah. You put them up to your ear so you can hear the sea? Exactly. Maybe it was just the sea you were standing next to? I don't know. You know, whatever it is. I'm not an auditory expert. But you do
2: that. You collect shells. You put them in your pocket. No big deal, right? Well,
0: a Perth man by the name of Jacob Eggington, age 18, was swimming at Shoalwater Beach on Monday looking for shells to show his niece when he accidentally pocketed a blue-ringed octopus. What? One of the most venomous creatures known to man. Now, this is either going to go one or two ways. It's going to be a heartwarming story of a blue-ringed uh, venomous octopus that just wants to shake hands. Yeah. Or, or, or it's going to go south. Or. Yeah. The sea critter, no bigger than the palm of your hand. How do you not notice that? Uh, hey, that's not a shell. That's a... Blue ringed octopus. Have to be a,
2: well, I mean, I think the if I read the story right, the, the octopus was in the shell, so he didn't Silly see octopus. it. Octopus. I mean, that's got to be a pretty big shell, and you, know, you wouldn't think that would fit in your pocket. But
0: well, I'm looking at the picture. He's not a very big little octopus. Okay. Uh, he's not a very big little octopus. Well, yes, the sea critter, that. no bigger than the palm of your hand, had been inside a shell when Jacob from Palmyra picked it up. Sure. After placing it in his pocket, things could have been much worse. Because if he hadn't spotted it mere moments later, the deadly animal would have ended up in the hands of his toddler niece. Well,
2: yeah, that would have been...
0: Mm, That's the gift that keeps on giving. Not good. The unlucky teen's older brother recounted the scary moment as the group collected shells. That's probably one of the most dramatic thoughts to think that could have happened, Eggingston's brother Joshua told 7 News. So in the same way he didn't get bitten, but he also probably saved one of his nieces or nephews' lives, can you really lay that claim when you're the one that, like, I pick up a live yeah. grenade and hand it to you or not hand it to you. I saved your life by not, not giving you the live the grenade. grenade. Yeah, no,
2: I don't think that's how that works.
0: No? Mm. It's not how I'd phrase it. But no. See, I just, oh. Soon after, Jacob noticed a small, painless bite on his leg oh. after emergency services were called. He was quickly taken from the sand of the stretcher. You get bit and you were taken that quickly, and it's through blue jeans. No, thanks. Yeah, stay home, folks. Yeah. It's safer there safer there. Thanks a lot for letting me sit in, Jason. It's been a pleasure. He'll be back with you tomorrow. Remember to go download the podcasts. I'm Dave Schrader. You've been listening to Drive Time with the Russia here on News Talk 830 WCCO.